All aboard this choo-choo train called the Carolina Outdoors. Bill Barty on this side. And Wes Lawson on this side. Hey, Bill, we should talk about the Royals today. How now, about politics? Uh, religion. <laughs> and all the hot topics. Let's skip all of that and stick with the outdoors because <laughs> I don't want to go into any of that nonsense. So it's the holiday season, Bill, um, and it's been cold lately, seasonally appropriate. Parts of the country are getting blizzard-like conditions. Other parts, tornadoes. We've been getting a lot of rain here in the Carolinas, which we needed. So if you're going hiking this weekend, maybe uh, maybe make other plans. If you're going fishing, check those stream conditions beforehand. And if you are going to hit the water, think about some darker-colored flies to create some shadow that won't stand out too much but bill there's a lot going on right now there is a whole lot going on and we're glad that the listeners are joining in with wes and i so that we can share some of the things that are going on and of course things are busy there at jesse brown's outdoors with people outfitting themselves yep but also outfitting uh gifts for loves loved ones uh, the wrapping station is up and rolling so we welcome everyone to come over there for those is it too early to say last-minute gift needs? It's too early, but, you know, Bill, we will probably go through, I think it's 2,400 yards of craft gift paper Wow! this holiday season. That's a lot of packages getting gift wrapped. Now, some of that, to be fair, are some of our younger employees learning how to gift wrap, and a lot of tape and paper die in that process. But it's a, it's a lot of gift wrapping. I mean, it's a bunch. So that's happening in Charlotte. If you don't want to come into town or our side of town over in the South Park area, then you can just take a visit there at jessebrowns.com. We are still shipping out within the hour of the orders that we get. We're using uh, UPS and USPS primarily, getting those things out. There is a, such a thing. Uh, to choose uh, expedited shipping if you are worried about it, but we are doing our part to get it in the hands of those delivery companies and entities that will bring it straight to you. Another thing that's happening besides the things at Jesse Browns and jessebrowns.com is over 40 years ago, um, William Stevenson and Nancy Stewart had the idea of a parade that celebrated agriculture and, and horses and tractors and farm implements. And it is going on for the 40th edition uh, today. If you're listening to us early on a Saturday morning via the airwaves of WBT Radio, uh, December 17th at 1 p.m., the town of Lowry's is going to have their Lowry's old-fashioned Christmas parade that takes place. And again, it's horses, tractors, wagons, uh, is is the way it is. No, um, no pickup trucks and, and four-wheelers. No big inflatables. So if you are heading down there, you want to leave early. Get there kind of early because parking is, is very limited. Bring your own snacks and drinks and things. Uh, it's... It's a crowd, Bill, who show up. I mean, I mean, like thousands of people descend on little old Lowry's. It's a few hundred people that properly live in the crossroad town right. of Lowry's. And Joey Wilson, the mayor, Honorable Joey Wilson, has been kind enough. You can go back to our podcast, Highlights of the Carolina Outdoors, and just type in Lowry's, L-O-W-R-Y. 
S and um, interviews with Joey will pop up so you can hear all about it. Of course, here in 2022, it is the 40th uh, anniversary and William and Nancy, again, the people who who this was uh, their light bulb idea are going to be at the near beginnings of the parade here in 2022 and they're looking for a big applause uh but 300 people or so a few hundred in lowry's 10,000 plus people will descend on that chester county town today on uh, december 17th for that parade if you've never been uh do not eat the road apples um (laughs) that's not a good idea but it should be a good crowd. It's always a bunch of fun. I love that interview with with the Honorable Mayor Joey Wilson. He's just so much fun to talk to. It, he is so much fun, and uh, for many people, it, it's going to be great weather, which in a few years past has been challenging because, you know, a soggy afternoon on a Saturday. Ooh. Not fun. The horses don't like it. Some of those old uh, John Deere and Ford tractors and Massey Ferguson's don't like it either, so everybody's kind of creaking and groaning the whole time, but that'll be fun. Hey, Wes, I don't know. I mean, oftentimes we talk about scouting here on the Carolina Outdoors, and it's a push of young people into the realm of being uh, community-oriented or learning about citizenship and participating in and outdoors. The Girl Scouts of America uh, lost uh, one of their leaders at age 107, Emily Langer wrote about her in the Washington Post. Frances Hesselbein lived in Johnstown, Pennsylvania in the late 1940s um, when she was asked by a neighbor to take over the Girl Scout troop because they were about to lose their leader at the time. Hesselbein um, declined at first. She had a young boy, said she didn't know a lot about uh, little girls, but the neighbor kept pushing on on her to, to do it. And um, she took over that Troop 17 in Johnston, Pennsylvania, with two dozen 10-year-old girls. And she went on to a multi-decade career. She led the Girl Scouts uh, as chief executive for 14 years, recruiting generations of of members and volunteers into the Girl Scouts. Uh, Bill Clinton, in 1998, awarded her the Presidential Medal of Freedom which is the United States' highest civilian honor that can be um, can be given, um, and he was quoted as saying, "Frances Hesselbein has devoted herself to changing lives for the better. With skill and sensitivity, she has shown us how to summon the best from ourselves and our fellow citizens." She died December 11th at her home in Easton, Pennsylvania. Um, so just here on the Carolina Outdoors, where we talk oftentimes about these organizations, just a shout out to to a, what a successful and giving life for the Girl Scouts and therefore for um, um, all of us. She was involved with that organization for decades. That's incredible. She she participated, of course. When you say Girl Scouts, um, there's so many facets to that organization. But one of them, and imagine, as you just said, for the decades of selling cookies and collecting badges, mastering the skills that they learn along the way. I don't think a lot of people understand exactly what the Girl Scouts do other than selling delicious cookies. 
um, which is really too bad. I think it's a PR problem because it's a really fantastic organization that does so much to help empower you know girls and young women. But to have a, a woman like that who was reluctant and then spent 60 or 70 years with them, rising all the way to the top ranks is just phenomenal. You know, good for her. Uh, we're all better because of people like that. She told the New York Times in 1984, the quote was, at one time there was a stereotype that your Girl Scout leader was the mother of a brownie. But increasingly, we are having young business women and professional women who are not mothers but care about children who are stepping in to the Girl Scouts of America. So um, hats off to uh, a life uh, lived well by Frances Hesselbein, age 107, when she God, passed away. 107. It's amazing. Hey, something else going on in the news, and uh, it is holiday-oriented, uh, but um, Colonel Lou Capitu down in Marathon, Florida, dressing as a Grinch and handing out onions to speeders. Several motorists who were speeding through elementary school zone on the Florida Keys Overseas Highway received an odorous onion as a reminder to slow down from the county's sheriff deputy, who, by the way, is dressed as a Grinch. He's a 37-year veteran of the Monroe County Sheriff's Office. He conjured up the concept 20 years ago and is continuing with it. It gives it out to uh, drivers who are traveling above five miles per hour above the school zone speed limit, and they can choose between a traffic citation and an onion. Those speeding beyond that likely receive a real ticket. I mean, like, (laughs) I could just take the onion and then be done, right? I could get rid of it. I could cook it. Like, I don't have to hold it. I think you have to carry it with you in the car. He says it catches them off guard, but when I give them a clear choice of a citation or the onion, Capito Capito says, they will take the onion. And I've had them eat the onion right in front of me. Nope. Wrong. (laughs) So, I mean, I would, 37 years in the Sheriff's Department of Monroe County, I would imagine that he has stacks of stories to tell. I mean, just incredible stories between... um, narco trafficking the the crazy fish people coming down there tourists hurricanes don't you know it i mean just incredible stories you could just stop by saying florida right exactly and we do have many listeners who listen to us as we blast up and down the eastern seaboard via am radio in florida i wonder though with his grinch costume does he have like does he have his gun belt on and everything because that'd be that would freak me out a little bit It makes you worry a little bit. Wes, we have a whole lot coming uh, forward. We're going to talk a little bit about the Whitewater Center, and we're going to invite Jesse Hyde onto the program. We also had a sighting of an undercover retail person at Jesse Brown's. Colleen Brandon is going to come onto the program and share her experience writing a humor column for the Charlotte Ledger. And we're also, uh, later on in the program, going to take some questions and answers from our listeners, if you have any questions that you want the outdoor guys, Wes and Bill, to answer, send them to jesse at jessebrowns.com. jesse at jessebrowns.com. This is the Carolina Outdoors. <laughs> 